At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. to my guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook and South Point Sportsbook Director Chris Andrews will join us in about five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's college football week zero. Oh. But right now it's also the FedEx Cup playoffs in golf, the Northern Trust at Liberty National outside New York. And Vinny, we have a wild finish brewing here with John Rahm and Tony Finau tied atop the leaderboard. Both uh, John Rahm the favorite, Matt, at 10 to 1 for the event. And Tony Finau at 60. To John Rahm setting up now for about an eight-foot par putt. Vinny, mm-hmm. do you think he'll make it? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do, Matt. I feel Vinny feel says yes, it. minus 150. Rahm I didn't say 150, did okay. I? Right. He missed. Oh. He missed. He missed a wide. Oh, and Tony Finau is now your leader. John Rahm is ticked off. He can't believe he missed it. That was an awful putt. And that is the 15th hole. So we're, we're getting right down to the... Uh, Stretch run here in the golf tournament with Rom Finau and Cam Smith, who is looks like two strokes back with three holes to go. He just lipped out uh, as well on his uh, last putt. In New York, uh, Vinny, how was the betting action on this? And uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you had a chance to check how many tickets you had on Tony Finau. I don't because have the number. We of talk about on. Tony Finau being but. top ten Tony so much, and people laugh. How would you ever? Why would you ever bet that guy to win a tournament? Right now. Uh, nobody's laughing if you're holding a 60 to 1 ticket here at the South Point on Tony Finau. Tony Finau is one of those guys, Matt, you always write tickets on, just as a mm-hmm. as an aside. You know what? A lot of times what happens uh, with, with the golf is, you know, the favorites are you have a, 
a pretty good feeling on somebody. Let's say you bet John Rahm, right? Maybe you put a couple hundred on him at uh, at ten to one, but then you spread, you know, you, you you grab a couple of other guys at twenty to one at uh, you know longer odds and a lot of it's like props, right? When when people are betting the Super Bowl, they have a bankroll, they make their their uh, their bet, their straight bet. Uh, their main parlay or whatever, but then there's always the props that uh, you know they'll they'll sprinkle around, right? So similar to uh, we've got Tony Fino is one of those guys that, you know what? Let me just take a shot on Tony. He usually hangs around. That's a big number. Usually he's around thirty, forty yeah. to one. Now yeah, he's sixty price. to one this week. And uh, John, you bet golf and you hit a long shot this week this year. You had Hideki Matsuyama what fifty to one at the Masters. I right? did. Yeah. Yes, I did. It's a very good feeling, especially when it's a guy who. Uh, who you don't want to quit, right? Because you don't want to be—you don't want to sit there and be. You don't watch want to play him do it. The week when he wins, yeah. right? And watch him win, and you didn't have it. So he was my. Uh, what once was Ricky Fowler to you? Hideki Watsuyama was to me. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, Tony Finau can find ways to lose, kind of like the Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Yep. They can find mind-boggling ways to lose. So this is going to be fascinating golf here down the stretch with Finau and Rom, and now Finau one stroke up on Rom with. Uh, Three holes to go at the Northern Trust, Jersey City, New Jersey, and Vinny just can't stop taking in the sights of the skyline. That's wow. New York. Wow. Lower Manhattan. Makes what a city! Home, Beautiful renovation. Urban renewal. Now no city like across the Hudson. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> the Mecca is over there somewhere. Wow. Madison Square Garden. Just follow right. the, the town. <laughs> just follow the smell. You'll, you'll get to Penn State. Take it easy. How about boxing Saturday night? There was not much hype over the Manny Pacquiao fight, and. Uh, <laughs> Manny took a unanimous decision loss, and Vinny, I got to think uh, that was probably a good decision for bookmakers. Manny, minus uh, 350 right in that range. They pounded Manny at the betting window from uh-huh. 3 to 440. Closed 440, Matt. Uh, 440. 440 uh, against Ugas. And, uh, yeah, uh, the uh, ten and a half. So the overcashes on the uh, the rounds prop and uh, Ugas by decision at nine to two here at South Point. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, was a good result. Uh, it was all Manny, and if you watch the fight, if you got to see it, uh, pretty pretty good uh, pretty good crowd in there, better than seventeen thousand in uh, in T-Mobile, and uh, it was a pro Pacquiao crowd. Matt, of you and I were talking story. last week <laughs> about Ugas, who he was all business mm-hmm. when he got announced. He didn't just take it as I'm you know I'm filling in. You looked at him at the press conferences. He was all business. I mean, you know, tough, tough for Manny. Well, Manny's older, slower. He's taking a lot of hits. Two, two, uh, over two years off. I don't even think he should be boxing anymore. JBT, did you did you gather the family around the TV and watch the fight? Uh, we were actually watching the UFC Fight Night card instead. So. Okay. Yeah. We, 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 were, we were gathered around to watch combat sports and watch dudes pound each other's faces in, but it was a better sport. The gladiators. Vinny, a lot of people were asking, is Manny Pacquiao finished? Uh, I don't think you're, that you're gonna, that's the last you're going to see of the Pac-Man. He's still too big a draw, and he mm-hmm. didn't want to go out with a loss. He's right? popular, Matt, and and uh, yeah, to your point, he waited uh, over two years for this fight. He might—I don't think he'll wait two years, but I think we'll see Manny Pacquiao at least one more time. Hey, we're going to talk college football. The season is here. Chris Andrews on deck. Monday afternoon golf, Monday night football. This is my guys in the desert, Matt Humans, JVT, and 
VSIN, Vinny Maiulo here. Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director, joins us right now. And Vinny, this is Week Zero oh, in college football, and you hate that name, Week Zero. Who came up with this Week <laughs> Zero? Please, this is Week What? We're start. This is the regular season. This how's this? Right. Coke Zero, Week Zero. Come on, stop. Okay, come on. How long you think of Chrissy, that one? help me. Chris, uh, do you call it week zero? Are you okay with that? Vinny's uh, all been out of shape here. I know this has been like a Vinny's crusade. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> you, you could call it whatever you want as long as they come out and bet. I don't care. Call it whatever you want. Call it uh, you know, Irving or something if you want. I don't care. Uh, okay. what, look at our sheets, right? You see week one on the sheets for, you see, preseason week three. Do you see uh-huh. week zero on here? You see week zero on parlay cards? Um, I, I think if you build a week around UTEP, New Mexico State, Nebraska, Illinois, it's I think it's probably a week zero. <laughs> it's a, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> Five games on the schedule this week, four on the main betting rotation. We're going to break them all down here with uh, Chris Andrews. And, uh, Chris, you told me, uh, yesterday when we talked about it, that Nebraska-Illinois, the Big Ten matchup, has been the most bet game so far, right? Oh, yeah, by by far. Yeah. And two-way action. So uh, a lot of opinions on that one. Vinny, what do you have for a number right now? It opened eight and a half here yeah. at South Point, right? South Point opened eight and a half, Matt, uh, back, uh, back in May, and uh, got as low as six and a half, but to Christie's point, now back up to seven. So uh, two-way action on the game, and uh, the total sitting at 55. All right, Scott Frost in a negative situation at Nebraska right now with an NCAA investigation. Fans are unhappy about his 12-20 and 20 record in three years. Illinois has moved on from the Levy Smith era to Brett Bielema, and uh, the Illini are going to be home dogs in this game. Chris, uh, you, you do your power ratings on every team in college football. How did Nebraska and Illinois compare to you, and how would you look at this game as a handicapper? Well, my, my power ratings definitely had Nebraska the higher number, which is why I opened at eight and a half. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, I know a guy who knows a guy. And it's one of those deals <laughs> where he told me that he thinks the, um, you know, Scott Frost may not be just totally committed at this point. And I hope that's not the truth, really, because I do kind of always – I root for the Nebraska program. You know, the gone family goes back there a long time. And, um, you know, they're from Omaha. So I've always kind of root for them. I've known Michael for 40 years now, so I kind of root for them. You know, I'm good friends with John and Mike Jr. and Brendan. You know, so I kind of root for them a little bit. But, you know, I don't, I don't know um, – I don't exactly know what's going on. It sounds, you know, one of those deals where I think where there's smoke, there's fire. But I hope Scott Frost can kind of turn it around. I'd love to see Nebraska be an important player in the Big Ten. Chris, well, I'm curious where you're at with Illinois because I think when you're talking about a shift over to Bielema and his offense, like when you're talking about an offense that like that where you're just not asking too much out of your quarterback, I think that gives you a certain floor on your offense that is relatively consistent. Like, what do you make of Illinois uh, their season and in this spot here? Like, I think the why the market's moving in that direction. Maybe Nebraska overvalued, but also maybe you're getting a little bit more out of Illinois because they're just not going to be as bad. Well. I actually have them two points worse than where they ended last year. Um, so I, I, I always, a general rule, I like to bet against new coaches. They come in there, uh, you know, a new coach, a couple of things I'd like to say. First of all, they all sound great on the way in. They don't sound so great on the way out. <laughs> and Bielema at Arkansas is a perfect example of that. Uh, you know, you're going in uh, about 99% of the time, a new coach is coming in because there was problems with the program. Uh, I thought Lovey Smith was doing an okay job myself, 
But nonetheless, these are not dealing as players. Uh, so he has to adjust to maybe a roster that he's not 100% comfortable with. So all those factors, and like I said, just as a general rule, I think if you just blankly bet against new coaches, certainly early in the year, I think you probably wind up pretty good. So uh, I do, I, I mean, I made the number, I, I thought like eight and a half was a good number myself, and that's what I opened it. Uh, but uh, like I said, I rethought a little bit after some of the trouble that Scott Frost is uh, getting at, uh, at, at Nebraska. And uh, JVT, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, the regular season win totals, conference win totals here at, at South Point, uh, Nebraska four and a half, Illinois two and a half conference wins. Total in the game, 55 or 55 and a half. That's uh, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific time kickoff in the Big Ten, Nebraska and Illinois. Second game on the schedule uh, that day is actually – uh, probably the least interesting. That's Connecticut and Fresno State. <laughs> and uh, Chris, you told me Connecticut, one of your bottom uh, five or six teams in college football, a 27 point dog to Fresno State. Yeah, and I have a feeling you might need every one of those points myself. Mm. So uh, that's, that's just that's a bad team, a bad program. And boy, I tell you what. What happened to that program? Because, I, I mean, I remember them. I mean, and they got waxed, but they were in a BCS Bowl. doesn't seem like it was all that long ago. But uh, here they are now getting 27 points from uh, some from Fresno. And, uh, you know, I think that's probably uh, a pretty well-deserved uh, point spread. Benny, has there been uh, much movement in that number that you've seen no, in the market? I not at all, man. I mean, uh, sitting right there. That, that game, uh, and again, uh, we opened these here at the South Point. Uh, Chrissy uh, unveiled them back uh, uh, very early in the summer, and this is one that has not moved off the 27-point uh, opener. The Monday update to VSIN subscribers that came out today uh, on the Follow the Money show, it said Kenny White has a play on Fresno State minus 17.5 to minus 20.5 over UConn. I have no idea what that means. 17 and a half? To 20 and a half. I'll lay 17 and a half. Chrissy and I want to know where that number is. Uh, I was going to say it's 27. Uh, <laughs> so is he telling you to bet a teaser? Uh, ten, <laughs> you playing a 10-point teaser? Or uh, yeah. what exactly are you yeah. Solid. Anyway, let's uh, move on to Hawaii and UCLA. Can't wait for this one. Bruins, 17 or 17 and a half. Total of uh, 68 to 69 where it is at the South Point. Right now, I'm actually really looking forward to this game. JVT, you broke down the Mountain West in the VSIN College Football Betting Guide. Hawaii off a 5-4 and four season, a big bowl win over Houston. That was obviously a depleted Houston team at the time, but still a convincing win uh, for Hawaii. Do you think this game might be more competitive than 17, 17 and a half? Yeah, I think that where I'm at now, right? Like, we've gotten to the point where I think it's swung too far in one direction. Like, if we're talking 17 and a half, Shaven Cordero's a really solid quarterback. This offense really took on good form as the season went along last year. And remember, it wasn't even just the bowl game. They ended Nevada's perfect season last mm-hmm. year. They had some really good moments uh, last season, and they're only going to get better with quality quarterback play. So, Chris, like, I, I think I think this is one where I can understand the market moving in a certain direction, but now that we're upwards of 17 and a half, I think this Hawaii team's pretty live catching 17 and a hook. Well, you know, we did just go to 17 and a half today, really, mm-hmm. just in the last uh, half hour or so, 15 minutes maybe. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not certainly so bullish on Hawaii. Uh, I talked to Matt, I guess, yesterday. I said, you know, Todd Graham. Not the greatest guy in the world, and you could ask anybody from Pittsburgh. He really alienated a lot of people there, but he is a good coach. There's no doubt. Now, I also think UCLA is going to have a good year. So I kind of like UCLA in this game. My numbers come to about a 21. 
So, uh, I mean, if I was out there playing, that's a borderline play, laying 17 and a half, because uh, I think the 17s are pretty much gone. But uh, if you make the number 21, yeah, you're probably looking at that under the 17 if, if that's uh, going to be a play of yours. But, uh, you know, I think the number higher is uh, is warranted. And I, I, like I said, I, I, think, uh, I think UCLA is one of those teams that could see a lot of improvement this year. Chip Kelly's got 20 starters back. He's 10 and 21 in uh, three years, and he's got his quarterback back, Dorian Thompson Robinson. So, deja vu. Uh, what's that? I think, I think every year at UCLA, he's got a lot of personnel back. This is a very important year for Mr. Kelly. Bruins, three and four last season. All four, Each of the four losses by six points or fewer. And you uh, said it was much more competitive than Kelly's third year, but we'll see about year number four. Uh, Chris? How about this uh, UTEP New Mexico State game? We've seen a line movement here. <laughs> I looked it up last night after uh, you and I were talking about it. this. Is the fourth time in 11 years that UTEP has been a road favorite. The Miners not laying points on the road too often, but they are here, and the money is on UTEP, right? The money is on UTEP, and uh, listen, I, I, it takes some guts to bet on New Mexico State. I get that, <laughs> but to me, this number looks way too high. Uh, I, I even thought the seven where I opened it, I thought that was a little high. But, you know, again, I don't want to uh, – you know, having New Mexico State isn't exactly a hill I would want to die on all the time. But <laughs> having, having UTEP for my money, I don't want to die on that hill either, laying points on the road. That's not much of a road trip. They're actually very – schools that are very close. Uh, but there's a little bit of a rivalry there. You know, I, I, I tend to not let that influence my number. I, do, I look at the more like uh, cold, hard facts. But I just don't see UTEP being that big of a favorite. I think, I tell you the truth, I really think that's a ridiculous number. You know, the thing about this game, too, here, here excuse me, in week zero, if it was uh, the following Saturday, I think the handle on this game, uh, that's what I think is going to be interesting, uh, given it a 6.30 Pacific start. Uh, the handle on this game is going to be a lot higher than it would be, say, the following Saturday with a, a, a much broader. But let me follow up on that because yep. I looked at the TV schedule today and I was very disappointed about this. Now, I, I would expect that here at the South Point, other books around, you're going to have this game on TV, UTEP, New yep. Mexico State. If you look at the Saturday TV schedule, mm-hmm. this game is not on there. Uh, the Saturday night game on CBS Sports Network is actually Southern Utah at San Jose State. There's no TV scheduled for Utah really? New Mexico State. Well, it's still going to still going to garner uh, attention, Matt. It'll be just look look at the time uh, look at the time of the game. Well, UTEP has uh, got a local feed. It's uh, I don't know if it's a video feed or a local uh, cable that yeah. televises games that you can find them on. I'll be up on the roof with some uh, aluminum foil. I gotta think this game is gonna be on in the sports book Saturday With night. sound, I would think. Yeah, with sound. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking right here. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. It says it's on channel 686, DirecTV, so there you uh, go. There you you go. Know, I don't know. Yeah, It's not always true, but uh, I think I have a feeling we'll find it on one of these feeds. Maybe that's and, Valley's yeah, The whole world's chomping at the yeah. bit. Valley's yeah, Arizona. Arizona yep. uh, okay. Yeah, Arizona. Good deal. Don't it's going to be on. All right. You'll be able to see it. That's Saturday night zero. prime time. It's usually the SEC, Big Ten, ACC, Big <laughs> now 12. It's, now it's UTEP, New Mexico State. <laughs> I can't wait. Over. Paint swapper. <laughs> uh, hey, Chris, I'm really curious. You mentioned UConn and how low you have them power rated. How bad do you think it gets for New Mexico State this year? Because they are a pretty uh, lowly power rated team as well. Well, I, you know, I talked to Matt just the other day. I had Massachusetts, the worst team. I had them, what did I say, Matt? What did I have them, 30? 38. 
38. Yep. I'm looking right now. Yeah, they're at 38. I'm New Mexico State a 40. So two points better than uh, than Massachusetts. But I got UTEP. Let me find them. Uh, where's my UTEP? I got UTEP a 43. Mm-hmm. So only three points better than Mexico State, and the game's at New Mexico. I'm gonna give them a big home field advantage at, at uh, that stadium, but you know it might be worth a little something. So I think that number is just way too high. But uh, you know, obviously we'll see. But I'll tell you the truth. I mean, if I was out there betting money out of my pocket, I would hate to take money out of my pocket and lay points on the road with UTEP. I can tell you that. I'm keeping my money in my pocket. <laughs> I understand completely what uh, Chris is saying there too. Okay. Uh, Vinny, do you see a number up anywhere in the market? Or Chris, do you see a number up on that Southern Utah-San Jose game? Or is that a number that's going to be put up later in the week? Probably going to see it later uh, we'll, in the week. We we'll, put we'll, those we'll... games up the day of the game. Yeah. Uh, I, see, I see one number from five dimes. I don't know if that's legit or not. But they got San Jose 21. Uh, you know, I, I don't follow the FCS uh, the way I should. You know, but... Uh, so I don't have a power rating, but I have no idea if that's a good number or not. I really don't know. All right. So five games in college football on week zero, as Vinny likes to call it. And uh, let's let's get to Monday, <laughs> Monday night football. Vinny, give us an update on where the numbers stand on Jaguars Saints tonight in New Orleans. Four and a half. Matt, we're toggling back and forth between four and four and a half, just so you know that. Just a uh, uh, game open four, went to four and a half. It looks like they're taking uh, four, uh, four and a half and uh, laying four tonight. So, so far, two-way action, right, Chris? Uh, and they're betting this one over from 37 and a half to, uh, to 40. Yeah, a good two-way action on the point spread. We've got a little bit of money on the favorite on the uh, money line. And a little bit of action on the over. Uh, what are we over at 37 and a half? You know, we yep. moved these a little quickly. Uh, we're up to 40 now, but uh, definitely needing the over. I mean, needing the under. They bet us the over. So, uh, you know, I mean, nothing all that earth shattering, to be honest with you. Betting handle is uh, nothing to uh, write home about on this game. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, nothing really. I think, uh, you know, you got a good quarterback. Uh, Rivalry with the Saints, uh, you know. I know Urban Meyer's trying to save that. There's one with the Jaguars. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody believes a word he says, you know. But uh, I don't know what how, what kind of what kind of rotation we're going to see out of these guys. But it's, it'll be interesting. I certainly want to see what uh, what the Saints have to offer at quarterback and how they play these guys. And interested to see who wins that uh, battle. Uh, just to note really quick, I got to talk to Mark Long of the AP when I filled in last week on Rush Hour. Mm-hmm. He covers the Jags and the Gators. He said he believes it's going to be Trevor Lawrence tonight. And, of course, uh, to Chris's point, it is going to be Trevor Lawrence week one for the Jacksonville Jags. Oh, really? Gardner yeah. Minshew is not going to start? No, he's not. Uh, I can't believe it. Turns that. out that's, when you invest a first overall pick on somebody. <laughs> Vinny was trying to build play. up that quarterback competition to open the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in week one. It's actually going to be C.J. Beathard week one, I heard. So. Uh, Chris, quickly, uh, unders are 24-8 and eight overall in the NFL preseason uh have you seen the betters jump on those trends betting public jump on the under train under train or not no not really no. uh you know i think uh you know they still like to bet over and i know that first week by the time we by the time the public kind of figured out that every game was going under 
Uh, most of the games had already started, so they didn't have a chance to capitalize on it. And this, this week was a little more evenly split, but nonetheless, the money, plenty of money was shown on the over. So that was not anything that hurt us. We actually had a pretty good week so far in the NFL, so, you know, no, no complaints here. But I will say this, and I don't know if Vinny mentioned it, but brought in a lot of business. So we had a decent handle on the NFL for sure. But it brought in a lot of business all the way up and down the board. So it was nice to see football definitely brings in the crowd. We had a great crowd on the weekend. Follow him on Twitter at Andrews Sports. Chris Andrews, back in a minute. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Football betting guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot as opposed to the left with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access Visa subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99. Start your free all-access trial today at Visa.com slash subscribe. Those who sign up in the next five minutes get an autographed copy from Vinny Maiulo of the College Football Betting Guide. There you go. Is top 10 Tony Finau actually going to win a golf tournament for the first time in about five years? Finau right now at 20 under. John Rahm at 19 under with Cam Smith. You got two holes to play. And uh, it's going to be an interesting finish here in the FedEx Cup playoffs first event. 
Is Finau on 18th? Northern Trust at Liberty National. Tony Finau standing on the 18th tee Mm. with a one-stroke lead. JVT, is this ball going to go right into the water? Uh, I was going to say he's going to shank it. I'll call fairway right before he takes this (laughs) swing. I think he's got it in him. Look at that. He's dialed in. That's drifting right. Oh, he might. Uh, he's going to be okay on that one. I think mm-hmm. Finau is going to be in the fairway wow, like stuck, huh? with a one-stroke lead. What could go wrong? Tony Finau, that close to winning a tournament right now in the FedEx Cup playoffs. All right, uh, let's talk NBA with JVT. I know that uh, Vinny, when uh, JVT talks NFL, people like to say stick stick to basketball, well, stick realize. to the NBA. They don't realize but this guy's how versatile. versatile he is. That's right. He's versatile. He can do it all. Actually, did you guys know that they call a football a pigskin? I learned that the <laughs> other day. It was the first time. <laughs> what do you make of the offseason moves for your Clippers, the Lakers, and the uh, the Nets? Because when you look at the top of the futures board, Vinny, where do you have the um, – where do you have the Lakers, the Nets, and the Clippers right now? They're like four to one, three. You know, you you got uh, seven to two, uh, four to one. The Lakers and and the uh, the Nets are the uh, the favorites, yeah. uh, both for com- uh, Eastern and Western Conference, and, and to win the title. Uh, I think you absolutely love what the Nets did. Just the signing of Patty Mills. The Patty Mills is the cherry on top. He with that spacing, we saw what it does for Joe Harris when he's actually on. Uh, but Patty Mills with that with Joe Harris now out there too, like. That's an insane lineup that the Nets can roll out there. So, barring health, which is a big thing for this team with KD and Kyrie Irving, uh, that's going to be something that ultimately holds them back. But if you're telling me, like if I told you right now, I'll guarantee you that they're healthy all the way through the playoffs, who are you picking other than the Brooklyn Nets to win the title? I like what the Nets did in the draft, too. Uh, Absolutely. So, I I think everything that this team did uh, was spot on. And I think with the Los Angeles Lakers, it was one of those where you saw the initial move of Westbrook and you're like, "Eh, I don't know. But then as it kind of went along and Uh you saw the other pieces the one that did it for me humans which made me like go okay like in the west when you think about the injuries the way that it all breaks down who are you really like picking them picking to beat them outside of maybe golden state which was like the kendrick nunn signing because it's a relatively cheap guy he's young he's a scoring guard he helps you out they have surrounded them with shooters mm-hmm. if anthony davis is 100 committed like he says to playing more center this thing's gonna work but it's dependent on whether or not he's going to play center. Because if you're going to play a traditional big, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook, that's not going to work, man. You can't have one shooter on the lineup. Anthony like Davis has never wanted to play center. Never. But he has to. Like, I think if you're having those meetings, if you're having a real talk, it's you need to play center, especially when we get to the postseason, because that's the only way this thing is working. So I think with the Lakers, by default, they're going to be at the top of the Western Conference, because look at the West. We know what the, we know what the Jazz are, right? They have their flaws. You know how you can beat them. The Phoenix Suns, I think they're a good team, but we know how they got to where they were at the end of the year. The Clippers, probably not going to have Kawhi Leonard for the majority, if not the entire year. Uh-huh. And you like what they did, I think, especially getting a little by low spots here and there, like a Justice Winslow. Do you, do you like Patrick Beverly being traded away? Is that okay for the Clippers? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. I mean, when you look at Gordon, like Gordon's a really solid defender at the point of attack. That's all you need. Remember, I think we forget. Remember, Patrick Beverly got, like, he didn't get any minutes in that Dallas Mavericks series. He couldn't play. And, yes, he was good at the end of the Jazz series and had some moments, but he wasn't that great in the postseason. So, Mm -hmm. given everything, you like what the Clippers did. But at the end of the day, this is the next thing to lose, man. Like, if if they're going to be healthy, nobody's beating them. Load management. Got a full season coming up. It's going to be interesting to see uh, how uh, how these teams manage. Uh, their rosters and things. I was going to ask JVT real quick. Uh, when are we going to see Kawhi Leonard, by the way? Yeah. You think would, will he come back just for the playoffs, the last week of the season? What, what's going to happen? There? So one article I read, his injury is similar to Spencer Dinwiddie's. And if that is the case, that would clear him for basketball activities around February. Having said that, 
We know how Kawhi Leonard likes to handle his injuries. And so does that mean he just doesn't want to play on it at all this year? Or does he see what this team was last year with him, which was the clear-cut best team in the Western Conference when he was healthy, and then accelerates that and he'll be back by the postseason. So it's that gray area. By the time we get to the All-Star break, I think we'll probably have an idea of whether or not we're going to see him. Maybe March. Yeah. Get in shape and then get game fit. Can't just wait for the playoffs. That seems to make sense. All right, John Rahm heading out of a bunker on uh, number 17. Tony Finau still has a one-stroke lead. Headed down the stretch in the uh, Northern Trust. Rahm, look at that. He sticks it within uh, four feet. Quick break. We come back. We'll talk baseball betting. OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. We are giving you up to the second updates on the golf tournament here. Uh, Tony Finau out of the fairway. Vinny, what just happened there? Did Tony Finau go long I, over the green? I think he's in the bunker. Oh, no. How could he do that? Perfect drive into the fairway. He had a one-stroke lead on 18. Wow. Cameron Smith just sank about a 10-foot birdie putt to tie Finau at 20 under. And now John Rahm has a par putt to stay one stroke back, and Rahm sinks it. Uh, so nice job by John Rahm to save par. Hmm. He is still one back, but he's got the 18th hole to play. Vinny, what were the closing odds on Finau, Smith, and Rahm? Rahm, the favorite, Matt, 10-1. to 1. Finau, you mentioned the uh, the co-leader right now. We use high sixty. Camp Smith thirty to one. Thirty. Thirty to one, man. JT, JVT is that classic Tony Finau right there? A lot. He he sticks his drive in the fairway and then his approach shot, which uh, really has no excuse for not finding the green. He finds the bottom of the bunker. Uh, the lie is wow. nice though. The lie is great. So you know, I think that he has it right where he wants it. We're gonna find. Look at this. Oof. But if he birdies eighteen. He's probably going to be the winner. Yep. He's got a great shot to win. Instead, now he's got to try to get a par save. Oh, man, this is really going to hurt Tony Finau if he blows this one. All right, let's talk uh, baseball betting tonight. And uh, two of the hottest teams in baseball, Vinny, the New York Yankees, who have won nine in a row. The Yankees are streaking into Atlanta. The Braves off a uh, weekend series against the uh, Baltimore Orioles. So this is a big step up in competition. But the Yankees have won nine straight. The Braves have won nine straight. And the pitching matchup is a good one tonight with uh, Montgomery and uh, who's starting for the Braves? Enoa. Matt, uh, you mentioned the two hottest teams in baseball. Uh, basically open to pick them, got as high as uh, the Braves at dime, and now back to pick them. So great uh, two-way action. Uh, as Jonathan Von Tobel knows, that's what we love. That's all you want to hear. That's right. Yeah, we do, ideally. How often does that happen? Not enough. <laughs> nine, uh, nine over for the total. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Montgomery's been really good, man. Just a very solid baseline for Montgomery, what he's been able to do. I know you had it earlier. Was it last 20? I know for the last 14 and two-thirds, humans, four earned runs total. No more than – how about this? No more than three earned runs in nine consecutive starts for Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. Just been extremely consistent for Four the earned runs over the last 20 innings. Yep. yep. So he's been extremely good for them. And as we talked about, look, this Yankees lineup now is extremely balanced. You have left-handed, right-handed balance throughout this. 
I think um, it was Aaron Boone who said it the other day, is they can find a mismatch multiple times throughout a trip in the lineup against a lot of pitchers. Uh, I think the Yankees are in a relatively good spot here. I know that there's maybe some even money prices out there uh, mm-hmm. on them at this point right now. I still have some questions about the Braves overall when you're talking about taking on the Orioles and the Nationals and the Marlins uh, of the world throughout this stretch of games that they have been winning. And, and Noah, this is only his second start back from the injured list, so we'll yeah. see what he does against a lineup like this. Sounds like uh, you lean to the Yankees in this one yeah, tonight. I would. I lean that way, too. It would not be a, a big play for me, and I'm not even sure I'm going to bet it, but mm-hmm. I was looking at uh, possibly playing the Yankees in this one. you, you also got to keep in mind, in a National League park, the Yankees are going to lose a big bat. They're not, not going to have a DH in the lineup tonight. Yeah, oh, and that's one of the things that they've been wrestling with, right? We've seen Giancarlo Stanton over the last 22 games play 10 out in the outfield and what they want to do with him in that lineup too. Uh, but I think this is fascinating for multiple reasons. And you mentioned, the, like, we talked about the Braves. How about this? Their next eight games, Yankees, Giants, Dodgers. So we're going to learn a lot about this Braves team yeah. uh, over the next week because this is going to be a big deal to see if they can actually step up a competition against some of the better teams. At some point, that nine-game win streak is going to stop for <laughs> right. Braves. It might, it might be tonight. All right, let's talk uh, more baseball. Man, this golf tournament's really uh, getting intriguing down to stress. John Rahm is just uh, not, not closing here. And uh, Brady, Brady Cannon somewhere right now has got to be ticked off. Punch in the air, huh? Oh, man. he's Brady's had so many heartbreakers in golf recently. Wes Reynolds is going to have to call him to console him tonight. <laughs> uh, let's get to Royals and Astros, Vinny. And it's uh, Daniel Lynch, Zach Grinke, a big favorite in Houston. Yep. And uh, the uh, the Strohs, Matt, from uh, $2.00. Uh, up to 240, and uh, the total on this one, nine. Uh, a little bit shade to the under, but you're also going to pay a premium for the Astros on the uh, the run line as well. From now minus 120, six to five to now minus 130, minus minus for the Strohs, trying to get revenge from last week's uh, 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 debacle in Kansas City, where they lost three or four to these Royals. Debacle. You know debacle. what was a debacle? The Phillies getting swept by the nah. D-backs uh, last week. That was a debacle yes. as well. Um, JBT, what was your take here on the? Oh, it's uh, it would be Astros or pass, and Astros obviously they're pass. Yeah, yeah. They, look, I mean Lynch. Uh, I know that there was a, a relatively decent profile of him, like when he was a, a prospect, and maybe some things to work with. But at this point, right now, his stint in the majors has not really gone that well. Mm-hmm. Really poor command. One and a half runners uh, every inning. Uh, the command is poor. <clears throat> Excuse me, and so are the strikeouts. When you're walking as many guys as he is, you got to be able to balance it out with strikeouts, and he's just not able to do that. So uh, it is definitely going to be Astros, like run line or pass, and I don't want to lay one and a half and lay a price there. So easy to stay away. All right, let's talk about the uh, Mariners and A's in Oakland, and uh, the A's have got to start winning. Marco Gonzalez, Paul Blackburn, and Oakland the favorite, Vinny. Yeah, and they're uh, continuing to climb, Matt, uh, up another four cents to now $1.34 off the $1.16 opener, eight and a half for this total. A little shade to the under at 15 cents, and uh, plus 150 on the A's on the run line. If you think they can cover this run line, they bet, they bet the run line. This, uh, this run line's moved uh, pretty uh, pretty much as well, too, 15 cents. Yeah, either, neither side is intriguing to me. We've mentioned Blackburn and his struggles. Five walks every nine innings, five strikeouts every nine innings. It's not a good balance. Uh, and on the other side, Marco Gonzalez, uh, while his ERA is relatively solid, you look at his uh, his fielding independent is 504. His expected fielding independent is 490. Uh, he is a guy that has been getting away with a little bit of murder here uh, in his time this season. This has more of a higher scoring game than anything written all over between uh-huh. these two pitchers. Uh, eight and a half shaded to the over. I know at a buck twenty, but uh, I would not be surprised if this is one of 
those high-scoring affairs given the pitching matchup we see between these two. Yeah, and the A's trying to gain ground on and can't gain ground on the Astros because they can't win games. They've yeah. lost seven out of their last ten. Oh, and that's another big difference, too. Astros have one of the easier schedules left in Major League Baseball. The Oakland Athletics have the fifth-hardest schedule left mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball. Oh, Pressure putt right there for Tony Finau, and he sinks it. That was a par putt about eight feet away, and Tony Finau finds the bottom of the cup. He is done at 20 under. Now, Cam Smith is in the fairway on number 18. He is also at 20 under, so you have a tie at the top with Finau and Smith and John Rahm one back, and he's got a birdie, and that's unlikely, JVT, because he found a bunker yeah. off the tee. Well, and that was a little bit of an unlucky bounce. I mean, yeah. he, it looked a, like it yeah. was it was pulling to the left a little too hard, uh, but it found a ridge perfectly and just bounced off into the, is it the fescue it looked like, maybe? Uh, he's uh, he's uh, in the bunker. Oh, he's in the bunker. Okay, sorry. Yeah. He's in a fairway. Oh, he got a little lucky then because it looked like there was some long rough that was right mm-hmm. there that he could have bounced into. Wow. Justin Thomas putts out. He's 15 under, five strokes back, so he's done. Uh, we'll talk White Sox, Blue Jays, Lance Lynn on the mound. Also, uh, we'll hit some more NFL preseason when we come back. This is my guys in the desert on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.
With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRivers Sportsbook is an industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. And you must be 21. Go to BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. All right, we have Tony Finau and Cameron Smith, each tied at 20 under. Cam Smith is on the green in two. I'm going to call it a 22-foot putt for birdie and the win for Cam Smith. But John Rahm taking his third shot out of the fairway, he basically had to surrender and say, I'm not going to win this tournament. And uh, he chipped out of the bunker unless he holds this from about 170 yards. Uh, John Rahm is not going to make a playoff. If there is one, John Rahm's ball in flight towards the pin. He drops it way too short. Mm -hmm. He might bogey this hole and finish two strokes off the pace. So disappointing close, JBT, for John Rahm, especially for a guy like Brady Cannon, who's had so many bad beats, tough beats in golf recently. It looked like Rahm was in control here, and uh, he lost control down the stretch. Yep, mm-hmm. Brutal. Two-stroke lead, and then you add one, and Tony Finau chases you down, and all of a sudden you hit the punt on the final hole. Sorry, Brady. How can Tony Finau lose this one? I mean, he's played great golf today. You know, aside from that one hole where we were laughing when he sent the, the drive into the wrong fairway, he was able to save par on that. Yeah, he was able up. to save par because he, the, yeah. his drive was so bad. He actually had a clear shot. It was so bad it was good. Fairway. <laughs> Just uh, the way he played it. <laughs> Finau has found heartbreaking ways to lose golf tournaments. You know, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. How could it? How could it happen here? The great Twitter account. Uh, no laying up uh, a golf account uh, back 930 to shoot the low round of the day run down the number one player in the world still may not be good enough Ooh. only Tony Fino well we might have a playoff here yep. as we go off the air we could have a uh, playoff starting Danny Burke can call the action on rush hour if uh, Cam Smith and Tony Fino go into a playoff at the Northern Trust all right let's talk uh, White Sox Lance Lynn is on the mound tonight mm-hmm. uh, this game starts in about 20 minutes Lynn and the White Sox against Alec Manoa and the Blue Jays, Vinny. Yep, uh, switch of favorites here, Matt. Uh, White Sox opened uh, at about uh, minus a dime, and now uh, we've got the uh, the Jays finally got some buyback. We uh, the Jays at a dollar eleven now, one oh nine. Again, the um, penny line with the dime straddle here at the South Point, and uh, the total on this one at eight and a half over open nine. So they bet it under initially. Yeah, Manoa's been rock solid, and I know you like these kind of numbers, humans, but you look at his uh, walks plus hits per inning pitched, 108 for him on the whip, mm-hmm. a 196 batting average against. He, he's uh, what looked like potentially a little bit of an Achilles heel with command early, has really evened out, striking out 10.5 guys every nine innings, by one, only walking three. Uh, Manoa's been the real deal since his time up here in the majors. So it's not surprising, just given how well he has been pitching and how they are power-rated, the Blue Jays, with him on the hill, that they're a short favorite uh, at home against Lynn and the White Sox. Lynn, the crack in the armor the last few weeks has been the command a little bit, uh, but really not terrible. Uh, the two, uh, 260 ERA over his last four, but a one, a 412 expected fielding independent, so you could see some room for regression. But with the way the White Sox have been priced with Lynn on the hill, you rarely see a plus price next to him, given the way that he's been pitching and the mm-hmm. way that they have, what is it now, five consecuative wins with him on the wheel, so six and one in his last seven with right. him in terms of the starts. Uh, they have been dynamite when he has been out there for him. 
Alec Manoa made his uh, Major League debut debut on May 27th against the Yankees. Yep. Remember that start? He was outstanding against the Yankees in that game, and uh, he threw six scoreless innings in the Blue Jays' 2-0 win. Uh, but that was a long time ago. This is a good pitching matchup tonight. I would lean White Sox and win mm-hmm. at that price, too, but uh, I'm not sure I'm going to play it. By the way, Cam Smith just missed that birdie. Putt. Was that Rom? That, that was John Rom. That was John Rom. Yeah, John Rom away, missed his uh, par putt there. He's going to tap in from about two feet away, and Cam Smith's got a putt coming up here to uh, to win this tournament. He's tied with Tony Finau at 20 under, and Cam Smith about 22 feet away. Uh, for the win. NFL preseason week three lines are open, Vinny, and some of these numbers are running. Oh, Matt, are they ever? Uh, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the biggest moves so far. I'll give you the co- complete rundown. Uh, Colts from four to now three and a half. Jets holding steady as four-point favorites against the Eagles. The uh, Steelers at the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers up to two and a half from the one-point opener. Uh, you've got the Chiefs now as four-point favorites off the three-and-a-half-point opener against the Vikings. Now on Saturday, the Bills from seven to eight over the Packers. The uh, Washington football team hosting the Ravens, by the way, who just continue to win and cover in the preseason. Uh, the, uh, the Ravens from three-and-a-half to four. Titans four-point favorites on the opener, Matt. The Bears... The Bears one and a half now uh, on uh, on Saturday. Bears opened, I believe, at some spots underdogs in that game. Now road yeah, favorites. Four. Yeah, Titans. I had four, we, had, uh, we had the Titans four. The Bears are now one and a half point favorites. Hmm. Buccaneers at the Texans from three and a half to four. Saints from three to four and a half against the Cardinals. Broncos from seven to eight and a half against the Rams. Seahawks one to now six against the Chargers. <laughs> Sunday. The uh, Jaguars go to Dallas to play the Cowboys. Uh, they are now three-point favorites after the Cowboys open as one-and-a-half-point favorites. Probably not going to see Dak Prescott until week one of the regular season. There's been some positive news about Dak Prescott. looks yep, like he's on to track practice, to return. Right? JVT, you sent me a text today from Todd Archer, who covers the Cowboys. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, defensive tackle Carlos Watkins, wide receiver C.D. Lamb, safety Malik Hooker, and safety Israel uh, Makamu are in COVID protocols for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so they might be down a few players in that game this week, but the Cowboys have looked uh, pretty ragged here in the preseason so far. Yeah, they have. They have. And, you know, I'm not surprised. That one of the things that obviously sticks out is that five-point swing very early for Tennessee and Chicago, but we saw support for the Bears in that game against the Buffalo Bills. We saw how that worked out, though. Uh, but I do think that <laughs> I, I think that this Bears team is is supported by the market. I think the market moved in their direction against the Dolphins when they won that game in Week 1, too. So we'll see uh, in this instance what's going to be happening. But it is surprising given that the Bears treated Week 2 as their dress rehearsal, and yet the market moving so strongly yeah. in their direction here for Week 3. Cam Smith came up short on that putt, mm-hmm. a couple feet short. And uh, actually, not that he's about a foot away. He's just tapped that in. It looks like we're going to have a playoff mm-hmm. at the Northern Trust, Tony Finau and Cam Smith. All right, uh, Vinny, resume with uh, the numbers. Yep, four numbers, uh, four games to go, Matt, on Sunday, the 29th and the final preseason week of 2021. The, uh, the Dolphins from two and a half now down to two uh, at Cincinnati against the Bengals. The Raiders go to San Francisco to play the 49ers. 49ers now three off the one and a half point opener. Patriots holding steady as three point favorites against the Giants. And uh, the Browns in Atlanta against the Falcons who have really not looked good in this preseason at all. Uh, not showing a lot of depth 
Uh, but they are getting the betting attention. Browns from seven to now five and a half in Atlanta against the Falcons to close out uh, week three of the preseason. So a lot of coaches are going to uh, treat this week a little bit differently. The Bruce Arians announced last week that he was not going to play starters, and uh, the Bucks got run over by the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans. And uh, JVT, this is going to be the dress rehearsal week for the Buccaneers, and we see them as four-point favorites at Houston. Yeah, good, because uh, they're in a pretty tough position. They looked awful this whole preseason. I think they have some real danger on shaky, shaky ground here for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into next <laughs> well, week. Well, I'll say one thing. <laughs> Their backup quarterbacks, who looked pretty good on paper, did not look good yeah. in action. No, yeah. I will agree yeah. with that. Like yeah. that doesn't look great. Uh, and you know, we know Tom Terrific is uh, an Iron Man. He's probably more than likely not going to miss time unless they're sitting because they have a good seed. But regardless, that is something to worry about. Thing when you move forward, I will say what what intrigues me, and I think the market is it's eventually going to go off. You would think maybe as the Bengals slightly favored against Miami. We haven't seen Joe Burrow yet, and Burrow's been very vocal about wanting to get some time in live action. Mm-hmm. And Zach Taylor's been at the initial part of training camp said he wouldn't see any time. Uh, but seems to have softened his stance there. So I think maybe you start to see Joe Burrow and uh, a little bit more live rep and maybe some extended time for Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, well, I think the other part of it, guys, is this, right? There's a couple of weeks b- b- between this this week three of the yeah. preseason and, uh, yeah. and the start of the regular season. So are, we, are there some players that need – uh, to get some reps, some of the youngers, right? I don't think uh, Aaron Rodgers is a, is a different situation, obviously, than Joe Burrow, right? So uh, the other thing is looking ahead to Week One. That's where you really want to take a look at maybe first quarter, if you uh, if you can find them, or first halves, where teams are pretty good sized favorites uh, against, right? Uh, you know, uh, going against teams and who played, who did have uh, um, more work. Or less work during the uh, the preseason. That's a good point, Vinny. Uh, how do you think the Raiders are going to handle this? I've been surprised. Nathan Peterman's been the quarterback the whole way, basically in yeah. the first two games. Marcus Mariota has not played. He did have a, a leg injury mm-hmm. the first week, but no Carr, no Mariota. The Raiders right now three and a half point underdogs at San Francisco. Right, uh, Matt. I, I'm I'm just waiting to hear uh, what uh, what Coach uh, Gruden wants to wants to do here. I, I just I would find it a little bit. Strange for him not to give either one of those guys reps before week one of the regular season. That's just not 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 the characteristic of him. Well, by the way, we were talking about that Raiders line move last week. It mm-hmm. went from one to seven. The mm-hmm. Raiders won the game 17-16, and they allowed a touchdown with 15 seconds to go to when the deficit goes from uh, seven to one. So how ironic was that, by uh, the yeah. way? Um, Another under. What's that? Another under. Yeah, another game to stayed under the total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Raiders 2-0 and in the preseason, Rams 0-2, and uh, the 49ers got a win yesterday, Yesterday, but it, that was an ugly game. Jimmy G didn't get many snaps. No, he didn't, but I, I say going back to the Raiders humans, I think there were a couple of teams that like struck out, stuck out to me as like highly rated power-rated power, power rated preseason teams. I thought the Patriots were one of them, and they've done a really good job with their quarterback rotation, and the market has done so with the Raiders, but I think it is Las Vegas. John Gruden loves Nathan Peterman. And so I think he's got, like, by all accounts, and he, I think he likes, like, what the ceiling, I guess, could be for him. But I think you're seeing that he's doing enough to set him up for success in a lot of these preseason games. And it's shown. You mentioned it. I mean, that's a relatively bad beat to not cover a pretty big right. number in the preseason. But they performed pretty well in the preseason. All right. That's JVT. He's going to be here all week, folks. Right. Vinny, we'll be back Wednesday. Wednesday. I'll see you boys on Wednesday. Well Vinny, let's today, uh, find a seat out here in the sports book and watch the playoff in the Northern Trust. It's Tony Finau and Cam Smith in a sudden death playoff. We'll see if Tony Finau can stop his five-year losing streak. Danny Burke up next on Rush Hour.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.